So hello, hello, and welcome to another Magic Monday. It's so good to hear and see or have heard and seen from some of you, but it's also so good to be here today because this is truly, truly a unique pick a card reading, but also it's kind of got me thinking about how important so many of you have just loved learning about astrology and how much that has been important to so many of you. So it's really, really got me thinking about a lot of this type of stuff, which I'm so happy, happy, happy about. Now, let's talk a little bit about today's pick a card reading. What is that going to look like? What is basically going on with it? So if you have chosen house number two, we are talking about what house number in astrology attracts you and what messages does it contain for you. So that's what we're kind of talking about right now. So which house attracts you and why? So group number two, if you chose the second house and you chose that house because it was attracting you in some type of way. The second house has to do with money, work, income, daily routines, material possessions, priorities, habits, your job, your work ethic, all that kind of stuff. So we're going to kind of focus a little bit on money, work, income, all of these different things, and we're going to pull some messages in regards to that and what is pulling you closely to this. Now, I have to say that we're going to be using a lot of astrological oracle for this. We're not really using any tarot just because of the fact that some of the messages do need to come out a little bit more so than others, but that tarot kind of can be restricting for some of the stuff. So we are going to focus mostly on the oracle aspect of all this. So let's pull some herbal astrology and kind of see what's going on again. I'm going to be silent for a minute as we shuffle here, group number two. For those of you who have never been part of the pick a card readings and you are coming here for the first time, thank you so much for coming for exploring this with us and also too for kind of trying to get messages on your own um, when it comes to these different pick a card readings. I think that they help immensely for people who don't always have time for readings with me or who can't always sit down to a reading. So I really, really do appreciate that if you are coming here for that reason. Okay, so now let's pull a little bit and let's see kind of where we're at or what we have going on here for, again, what are we focusing on? We are focusing mostly on money, work, income, values, daily routines, material possessions, right? Job, your job or your work ethic, right? Okay. Yeah, so this is not really, really that surprising, but we are going to be looking at some of this. I do sense, group number two, that some of you are caregivers. Some of you are caregivers. Some of you also, too, might be responsible for newness or bringing in the new life of certain things. So let's talk about this for a minute. The first 
card that I pulled is chamomile, which is inner peace. Anytime that I pull this, I think of inner peace having to do with your own values, right? Your own possessions. But the fact group number two, that inner peace is very, very important to you, shows me that you are a healer. There is something about you that heals wounds, heals broken pieces, mends the broken hearts of others, like actually has that healing type of capability. The reasoning is, is because there's also lemon bomb, which is about nurturing. And there's also um, the rebirth card. I don't want to butcher the name of it pretty much, but it's rebirth. It's about, um, you know, reopening something or opening something anew. There's so much, I think, positivity in this group when it comes to those core values, when it comes to, um, that type of priority or habit. It's always about giving and nurturing and finding inner peace, healing others, um, all of that stuff. It's pretty, pretty powerful, powerful second house energy. And you may even too, group number two, make some of your money in that. Um, it makes some of your type of situation in that where you're actually helping a lot of different people. You're helping you gain material possessions from this type of work in some type of way. There's also the mandrake, which is about sensuality. It's about feeling. It's about kind of that grounding stability energy that comes out so apparent in working with the community, working with people who are struggling, working with people who, you know, don't have a lot or or can't sustain a lot. Um, the community card came out, which I'm not surprised by either, because I think that there is a lot going on here where a lot of you have that second house energy that's really connected to the community. You're out in the community. You see things, you hear things, you feel things. You are wanting to help others in some type of way. And you oftentimes are probably mostly giving your money away, giving your resources away because you want to help as many people group, group number two as you possibly can. So that's interesting with that second house energy. Let's talk a little bit about some of the other messages or circumstances that are surrounding this. There is also, I pulled the air sign. So that has to do with Gemini, Libra, or Aquarius. Aquarius, the humanitarian side of someone, the giving side of someone. Aquarius has the ability to affect social, radical, um, or excuse me, radical, social, economic, political change. Aquariuses are very, very strategic. There's there's a lot of things that they will do to um, rally communities, rally groups like Aquariuses have a very innate sense of rallying people together in larger quantities or groups. They're not also they're more um, partnership orientated when it comes to leading others or being leaders. This is not a Leo situation, okay, where, you know, and I hate to say this because you know I'm a Leo, all of you, group number two, and you know I love me some Leos, but we could become dictators. And also there are times when our leadership can become ruthless to the point where we want what we want, whereas with Aquarius, that's a little bit of a different situation. It's what's good for the whole, right? 
you all know that my North Node's there, by the way. You, you all know, you all know too much about me anyway. But my South Node's actually in Leo and my North Node is in Aquarius. So y'all know I'm trying to get there. But anyway, my whole point is this, is that 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 is very expansive. Um, Aquarius energy is very expansive and it's also very, um, touching people's lives. There is a part of Aquarius people that even if they are the most introverted, um, not into groups, there is something about all of you. If you are an Aquarius person that you want to touch multiple lives, I often think of Aquarius people as being the match that can be struck and actually lighting the lights, um, of inside of it people, the inner lights of people. So I often do think of that. Moving on to the Gemini aspect of this, if you are a communicator, an orator, a writer, a poet, an artist, Geminis are very, very much artistic, but they also have the side that's really, really mercurial, which is kind of like, uh, it's a thought process. There's a lot of thinking going on, a lot of communication, a lot of things going on when it comes to that with the air sign, open-mindedness, right? Objectivity, objectivity, learning, all of that kind of stuff. Same thing with Libra. There's a lot of justice involved, right? What is fair? What is not fair? How do we work this shit out? How do we make things in balance? How do we come into balance? Libras do not like imbalances. It's, it's really unnerving and it comes to a point where they're like, oh wow, like this is really, um, not positive. Libras are often drawn to their own, um, they're drawn from their own feelings from either it being negative or positive, depending on what's happening. They're kind of just drawn to it. It's kind of interesting to watch that. But yes, um, keeping that in mind, if you are one of these signs and you do gravitate to some of what I'm talking about, again, it's all about the second house energy, right? It's all about the work, the job, the habits, the values, that's what we're talking about. So moving on to the sixth house, because this sixth house energy plays a role, right? So we're talking about health, daily life, practical details, establishing a foundation. If you were in between house number two and house number six, if you were in between those two houses, you can listen to both of those card readings because this might have something to do with that one as well. Your health is very important, group number two. Your health is a value. Your health is an asset to you. Without your health, you have nothing. Without your health, your wellness, your well-being, if you are a health person, that is a clear, clear daily routine and value. If you feel like you have not put that as a priority or a habit, that is something that has to happen. If a lot of you are dealing with disease, um, neglect, things like that from these type of daily life and practical details or your health, now is the time to get involved. Get yourself involved. Um, you know, make your own health a priority, aka myself, um, you know, Mm-mm. Anyway, uh, you all know that my health, I've struggled with my health for many, many years. But at the same time, I often don't make it a priority. And to be honest with some of you, I'm like the hell with it at this point. But again, we can't always do that because we have to realize that without it, um, without it, it just can't work. You know, certain things just can't work like that without it. 
there's also this 12th house energy. So what is the 12th house? Well, here's the thing. The 12th house often is about endings, healing, okay, closure, spirituality, solitude, your karma, okay? So healing, um, sacrificial service, okay? Like I said, with that air sign situation, there's a lot of service that is going on within this group in the second house. Your career path or your job path has to be of service to the community, right? It has to be of some type of service to the community to have this type of karma and transcendence and healing, now, let's talk about the circumstances. We're going to talk about this 12th house energy in Gemini, self-explanatory. I already explained to many of you that if you need to communicate something, if you need to get involved with something, if you have to rally up forces or rally people um, in this second house with work and all that other stuff, also too... I'm getting this from spirit as well. Group number two, if you all are working or having income or some type of material possessions or money having to do with the people, then that is something that you really, really should be looking into or something that should become prevalent to you because that is the only way that you're probably going to make your money. We also do have the Saturnian or the Saturn Um type of dichotomy happening here, which shows me that some of you are hidden talent leaders, right? So sometimes you all, the leaders, like sometimes some of you don't want to be, but it becomes apparent as you go on into a group setting. Like, for example, I always say this to all my leaders out there because some people are so terrified. Like I've had a couple star seeds also, star seed light workers also do this where they're like, I am not a leader. I am not a leader. And I said, let me just stop you for a minute. If I put you in a group with a bunch of people, right? Like we're talking some Lord of the Fly stuff. If I put you in a, on an island with a group of people, what do you think is going to happen? Nine times out of 10, if you were a fly on a tree on a wall somewhere with this group, the star seed is going to emerge as the leader because it just happens that way. They're drawn to roles of discipline, um, uh, discipline spirits speaking to me so much, discipline, honor, uh, justice, the justice system, right? So there's a lot of that Saturn energy that kind of works with that karma. It's all about the karma, but it's about the leadership aspects of things, right? So if you are listening to this and you're like, oh, you know, kind of in my work or my income or my job, you know, I often am almost put into that leadership status. There must be something that is seen within me that makes me want to do or to be that leader because of the fact that there is. Guarantee it. Even if you were the most introverted person and you're like, I hate people, Desiree, and I'm listening to your podcast. I hate people. You're wrong. Yeah, I'm not wrong because there's a part of you that has that inner leader capability. You know, we have to remember that not all leaders are leading leading people, right? You could be leading a band, right? You could be leading a sports group. You could be leading um, a sports team if you want. You can be leading meetings or facilitating. You could be a facilitator. You could be leading speeches. Whatever the story is, there's something in you that's an innate leader, group number two. So kind of keep that in mind as you're listening to this. But 
There's also a part of you that is very, very mystical and magical and shiny. And people are just like, ooh, there's something special about you. Like, there's just something special when somebody talks to you, when somebody's like, you know, looking at you, seeing you, all of these type of things. Remember, too, there is something innately special about you. Why? Because we have the Pisces energy, which is that mystic. Okay, it's like that mystical energy. There's an inner guru in a lot of you, right? There's an inner spiritual awakening in so many of you. If you chose the second house, there's something very mystical and magical and ethereal and just really like woo about you when it comes to that Pisces type of energy. Let's have some messages from the Moonology Oracle cards. You're very close to achieving your goal. Yes, you are, group number two. Yes, you are. You chose the second house for income, work, all this jazz. You are very close to achieving your own personal goal. So get it. Get it while you can. Give us moon there. We also have full moon in Scorpio, which it's time to release any negativity. Here's the other thing I was going to mention about this, that if you are of the people and if there's a lot of nurturing, caring, inner peace, inner workings that are happening, I hope to hope that some of you are releasing that negativity in a more positive light or in a more positive type of way. It's time to release that negativity with that full moon in Scorpio. It's time to let that kind of shit go that you cannot change or that, how do I say this, is not going to be beneficial to you. As time goes on, That it's time to release all of that. It's time to kind of let that go a little bit. There's also the commitment, um, the first quarter moon. So your commitment is being tested. If you're in a relationship and you're getting tested, if you're in a, um, a job and you're being tested, it's because of your commitment. How far does your commitment go? How deep is your love? <laughs> I just, I know that's so corny. Um, how, how deep is your commitment? How deep is your inner knowing that this is a part of your work? This is a part of your possessions. This is a part of your routine. How um, far do you want this to happen? How far do you want that to go? Then there's also the new moon in Leo, which is confidence is your key to success. So group number two, a lot of you confidence. We're talking about that inner confidence. If you say you can't, I say you can. If you say you won't, I say you will. If I, if you say, um, fuck no, Desiree. I'm going to say hell yes to whatever you're doing. So here's the thing. You need to have some confidence if you're really, really looking into doing these type of things. And if you're looking into, um, uh, if you're looking into, I want to say if you're looking into a job or a career where there's a lot of that leadership aspect of it, I do think that there could also be leadership opportunities in the community. But the whole point is here is that we need some type of confidence to kind of get it going, right? We need some confidence to kind of start the ball rolling as far as what are you looking to do and how is that coming out? I think that also, too, there's a lot of you that get wounded very easily. There's a lot of you that have some type of pain very easily at times that the confidence can become very, very low. So, again, confidence is the key to your success. Let's talk about some messages. So, 
karma cards. All of you love my karma cards. You're like, listen, when are the karma cards coming? Are you li are you doing anything with your readings with karma cards? Or what's up with this, that, and the other? Okay, all right. we got the karma cards. They're out. I, I keep wanting to say Comic-Con cards. Um, karma cards, we have them out. We're working with them. So I pulled basically a house, a planet, and a sign that you can focus on when it comes to the second house energy and all of that kind of stuff. So the first is the planet. So that has to do with Mercury, which is interesting because we're getting a lot of mercurial energy in this reading. So a lot having to do with words, thoughts, free form, awareness, okay? So it's all about communication, learning, analyzing, letting your mind tell you how to do something, how to react, okay? A lot of that mer mercury type of energy. So again, self-explanatory. You have to have some type of awareness when it comes to the second house energy of money, work, income, jobs, work ethic, daily routines, okay? You guys kind of get the picture. Having some awareness, communicating, talking, having thoughts, right? analyzing what is going on and what you want to have happen or where do you see your life going or whatever else. Again, mercury energy, all that mercurial type of stuff. The Capricorn, okay, is our sign here. So Capricorn, interesting that we had that whole Saturn thing that happened, but now we're having Capricorn, which is all about your goals, your day-to-day -day reality of life, and how you use your business skills, your business dedication, achieving, focusing. Okay, Capricorn energy, focus, focus, focus. There's also, too, a lot of this question about business skills, right? Leadership, goals, all of that, okay? You pick up what I'm putting down here. There has to be some type of thought process in regards to that second house energy group number two. Then, of course, we come to the fourth house, which is all about support, your home or family life, what makes you feel secure in life as you did in the past, right? How does your past relationships with your home or family or friends affect how you do things? What makes you feel secure? What makes you feel stable, right? What gives you support, if you don't have any support, group number two, if you don't have any support when it comes to those second house energies, that's a problem because of the fact that without any support, without any confidence, you can't become a leader. You can't make, you know, you can't make these type of moves without it. So if you're looking for that, and even if you're not looking to be a leader per se, but if you're looking to nurture, to love, to have inner peace, to be a part of the community, help other people, okay, you can't do that without the confidence or support of others. This is a two-way street. And if you are an empath, okay, please listen to me. This is a two-way street. You cannot always be giving, giving, giving all of your time, money, energy, commitments to others if it's not going to be reciprocated, okay? And you can give people chances. You can give people chances, group number two, but if it's not going to be reciprocated, okay, uh, there's a reason why there is the saying of three strikes and you're out because of the fact that you can't always give 
that much to people sometimes only because of the fact that it's just going to continue on and continue on. And it's just, it's never going to work the way that you want it to work. So again, being clear on that, getting clear on that is important. Okay. Yeah, so that is what I would say to work on with these second house energies. And again, I think that it's important that we end on the whole house bit because you started group number two with the second house energy of money, work, income, daily routines, all of that kind of stuff, material possessions. We are now going onward to the fourth house focus of home, family, self-care, emotions, foundations. So kind of get into that, right? Don't do something that you don't love doing. Don't do something that you're not committed to being a part of or to really loving or being committed to. Don't do all of that. It's not worth it to you. It's not worth it to your situation, group number two. And I think that it's important that we realize that, that sometimes we have to do what we love. We have to do what we're committed to. And if we don't like something, then we have the power to change it. Okay. So group number two, I really, really hope that this did help. I also hope that if you are interested in learning more about astrology, that you will do so by signing up for my class that is on the 16th, Friday the 16th at 7 o'clock p.m. <coughs> Sorry, Eastern Standard Time. Sign up for it. It is a free class. We're talking about the natal wheel and the birth chart wheel. Um, all of that kind of stuff. So if you have this deep interest in astrology, now would be the time to sign up for that, get some information, start your astrology journey with me, and then we can kind of move on from there. The, um, this Tea Tuesday is going to, we're going to be talking a lot about transits, houses, how that all works in astrology, what's up with that in astrology. So we're just going to be, you know, talking, chit-chatting all about this good stuff all about pretty much what that looks like. So definitely stay tuned for that. And as always, if you do want a one-on-one -on -one reading, please do book. I am actually, I'm not pitching this as much, but I probably should. The astrological tarot readings are on sale this month. I'm probably going to go live on my Instagram just to kind of talk about it because I haven't really been pitching it all that much. But if you are interested in that type of reading, please visit my website at www.mysticteabyd.com. And group number two, I hope to hear or see from you soon.